Hey guys, Kyle here with episode two of the Building Automation Drive. And today I want to talk about uh, something a little off the beaten path uh, that we don't normally discuss within building automation, and that's goal setting. And, and I don't mean goal setting necessarily like on the job, although it applies there too, obviously. What I really want to talk about is goals for yourself, this, the, the things that you are interested in and where you're trying to take yourself. I think that this is a, a very important and often overlooked aspect of, uh, of our industry. All too many times I see guys just plugging away, doing their day-to-day -day thing. And, and that's fine. I mean, if that's really what you want, then great. That's, that's, if that's what you want, you're doing it, then you're getting what you want. Uh, I am not that way. I, I, I'm a driven person and I don't like to just meander about. I like to have purpose. I try to have a purpose and a reason for everything I do. Obviously that's not, uh, that's not hundred percent possible. We do, sometimes we just do things going, what the heck did I do that for? Uh, we waste a lot of time. I know I do. I waste a whole lot more time than I wish I did. I, 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 I'm really trying to focus down on eliminating wasted time. And, uh, you know, there, I try not to have too many nights in front of the iPad or something watching movies and that kind of thing. Cause it's a waste in, for what am I doing it for? I'm, I'm just vegging out. Uh, when I could be learning something or moving myself forward in life. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, uh, is goals are important to your ability to move yourself forward in your career. If that's something you want to do, you've got to put it down on paper. Uh, if, if you get the opportunity, and I've tried finding them on YouTube and whatnot, and I haven't been able to, uh, there's an old tape series, and when I say tape series, I mean, it was on tape. Some of you, some of you young guys may not uh, remember cassette tapes. You had to put them in, and the one wheel would pull the tape over to the other wheel from the other wheel and whatnot. And anyway, um, <laughs> so there was a tape series from a guy named Tom Hopkins on goal setting. I think I did actually get it on CD. I don't think I I got it. Uh, in tape form originally. I think I did have it on CD originally. And it has gotten lost to the cosmos, but a fantastic uh, assessment and guide on how to set goals for yourself. Uh, I highly recommend, if you can dig that up, in fact, if you can dig that up, uh, send me a copy, because I'd love to have it again. It was fantastic. Tom Hopkins on goal setting. And... He was very sales oriented. That's what Tom did was, was, uh, and still does. I, I believe that's what he still does. Um, he's very sales oriented and real estate oriented and whatnot, but the lessons are the same. You have to set a goal and I recommend that you write it down. What I do, and this is all of this obviously is what I do. Your mileage may vary. If you come up with a better idea, that works for you, then fantastic. If you come up with something that's super awesome, send it over to me, man. I'm all about 
improving my goal setting and, uh, and and tracking myself, making sure I'm staying on task and those kinds of things. So what I suggest you do is uh, get an app called Trello. Now, if you don't want to do an app, which what the heck's wrong with you? You know, it's we're, we're well into the 21st century here. Uh, but if you don't, just get a piece of paper um, and write it, write this down. Keep it someplace handy. And by handy, I mean like taped to your bathroom mirror kind of handy. But for me on Trello, uh, I have the app on my phone. I have it linked on my laptop, um, my work laptop. And I also have it on my personal laptop linked in there, linked on my, it's not LinkedIn, that's a whole other website, right? Um, so I keep this handy and when I change it on one thing, it changes on all the things. And so I can keep things updated as I go along. Highly recommend it. I recommend this for all kinds of usage actually. Trello's an amazing app. Uh, and you can, you can, uh, you, you can uh, invite your coworkers. They don't have to see your goals. I recommend you don't show them your goals, but Use Trello to track projects and keep your day-to-day to-do list done and that kind of thing. It's pretty pretty awesome little tool, and it's free. Uh, that said, the premium membership is worthwhile because if nothing else, you're supporting development of the app. So what I did for my goals was to lay out the next year, the second year, the third year, fourth year, and fifth year. I laid out five years of goals, things I wanted to accomplish in the next 12 months, things that I wanted to accomplish in the 12 months after that, and so on. And a funny thing happened. So let, let's get, let me go into the, uh, the, the process on how goals have to be set first and then I'll tell you what happened um, today we have what's called smart goals uh, if you listen to old Tom Hopkins you'll hear about smart goals even though he doesn't call them smart goals uh, it's basically the same thing though and so just Google smart goals hit the little image icon and you'll see a cool little infographic pop up. You'll probably see about 5 million of them pop up because it's freaking Google and that's how they work. Um, so SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So when you start making a goal, you, it's important that you follow these, these uh, five steps or have these five attributes. And what I actually recommend is maybe try, see how it works for you, start on year five. Where do you wanna be in five years? Now, that that goal has to be specific. Oh, I wanna be better at my job. Well, how do you wanna be better at your job? Do you wanna be in the same position? Do you wanna be a team lead? Okay, five years from now, I want to be a project manager or a team leader, whatever whatever your company calls it. Do you even want to be at your company in five years? I want to be working for, 
you know, XYZ HVAC building automation, super ding dong deluxo company in five years. Well, good. Do it. Write that down. Be specific. Uh, write down that five years from now, I would like to be a project manager for uh I don't know some other company. I was trying to I was trying to make up a name for a company without actually naming a company, uh, and it didn't work out so well for me. Uh, so five years from now, you want to be a project manager for um, Smith and Jones Building Automation Company because you know the kind of work they do, and you want to do that. Perfect. Do it. Okay. Write that down that goal is it measurable well yeah uh, that's a binary goal you either have that job at that point or you don't um so that's measurable is it attainable is that something you can even do and i want to caution you on this don't be too conservative but don't be too liberal with it either so you're looking at this and you're thinking man I don't know, only five years. That's a, that's a big goal. It's a really big goal. Perfect. That is the perfect goal. It's just a little too big for you. That's, that's what you want. Um, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to be on the, the, the day shift at the job I have now in five years. Well, is that, yeah, that's attainable. I mean, come on, give me a break. Um, or, I want to be better at wire terminations in five years. Can you get better at wire terminations in five? You should be able to get better at wire terminations in five freaking minutes. Yes, you can do those things. Is it attainable? Yeah, uh, you know, fine. Um, but set a bigger goal for yourself. And uh, one of the great philosophers of our time, the incomparable Mr. Harvey Esquire. No, wait. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Specter, Esquire, uh, Harvey Specter from the TV show Suits. If you haven't watched season one, um, was by far the best season of Suits. Um, season two was pretty rocking too, but it started falling downhill. I think after three or so. Anyway, um, to the point that I don't, I didn't even watch the last season. It was horrible. But uh, Suits, watch it. Learn from old Harvey. I need to go back and just watch that entire first season again. It was inspiring. Um, he is such a pompous jerk. And you'll be like, man, I, I wish that guy was real because I'd have a lot to learn from him. And one of, the, uh, one of the quotes from that TV show from Harvey Specter was, make goals so big that you get embarrassed telling small-minded people about them. And let me tell you what, I've done that, and it hurts to make that goal. When you set, I mean, it's cool to make the goal, but as soon as somebody asks you about it, where do you see yourself in five years? And you try to tell them, you, just, you do, you feel embarrassed because you're like, this person doesn't get it. They think, well, it's good to have dreams. <laughs> no. Here's another Harvey Specter quote for you. I don't have dreams. I have goals. And when I achieve them, I move on to the next one. 
done. So set a goal that's just a little bit bigger than yourself, bigger than where you think you can be, because I tell you what, it's going to become a small goal before you know it. Um, so specific, measurable, attainable. Is it relevant? Um, I mean, if it's job related and that's what we're talking about is the job, then yeah, it's relevant. It should be. Uh, if your goal is to, I don't know, you don't, so your five-year goal is to be this super ding-dong deluxo dude at some major company. Um, and you also set a goal for uh, reading all of Hemingway's novels. Is that relevant to the bigger picture? No. No, it's not. Probably not. I mean, not if you're trying to be a, a BAS professional. Um, I mean, I'm all for reading, and reading Hemingway is awesome, and reading classic literature is, you know, fantastic. You should definitely do it. Um, but is it actually going to improve your prospects at getting a better job and moving towards where you want to be? Probably not. Uh, I, I just don't see that right now. So your goal needs to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Now, what's time-based mean? Uh, to me, that means, first of all, have a deadline. So that's what we did in, in, from, from the word go on this, was we started laying out the years. And so set a date. Five years from today's date, I'm going to have this job at this company doing this thing. Yeah, that, okay, fantastic. You are now time-based. Now, is there anything else you want on that five years filled in? Do your thing, whatever. Now, what's it going to take for you to get that job? Do you need to have a different job between now and then? Are you going to be able to jump from being a BAS tech now to being a project manager in five years? Uh, probably, you know, but what knowledge set do you need to have? Do you need to, and this can change depending on the company. Um, so do you need to have um, some kind of electrical certification? Can you, between now and four years from now, can you get your master electrician? Probably not. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Uh, can you get a journeyman certificate and uh, being, you know, be a journeyman electrician between now and then? Maybe. You know, depends on where you're at, what you're doing, that kind of thing. Um, can you get that knowledge? Can you get a whole degree as an electrical engineer between now and then? I mean, think about that. Can you get an electrical engineering degree? Is that going to help you? Is that really what you need? I don't think degrees and um, I, I think a lot of this big long-term project stuff, like have, being a master electrician, if you're already an apprentice or journeyman electrician, um, then yes, if that's already part of what you do, then yes, that is a goal you should set. Uh, for me, uh, as a pure, <laughs> pure, what the heck's a pure BAS tech, but as a pure BAS tech, as a programmer, I don't need that stuff. 
Um, would the knowledge be good? Obviously it would, it would be fantastic. And at that point I become very valuable to the company that I work for because I can carry their master electrician license for them if need be. So, you know, not, not only does that help me be more valuable to them, it helps me be more valuable to me. You know, that, that's a, that's a, that's a pay increase right there. So, um, would that be good for me to do? Uh, yeah, probably, but I'm not doing it. So I look at where I want to be five years from now, and I look at the things I want to be doing, and I start looking at certifications that I need. Uh, you know, like, um, there's a GIAC certification. If you don't know what GIAC is, look it up, G-I-A-C. And... Um, the SANS Institute is the kind of the, the training wing of, of GAIAC, as it were. Um, you know, there's a certification for that that I, I want and I think would be very beneficial to me. Goodness, my apologies. I bore myself to death. Ooh. <laughs> it's, been, it's an early morning. Um, so maybe there's certifications that would be good for you. There's knowledge bases. Can you achieve that in four years? Can you achieve that in one year? You know, you look at some little stuff, like you say, Network Plus, the, the uh, CompTIA Network Plus certification. Is that going to be good for you? Absolutely. That is going to be critical. Um, and get ahead of it now, for goodness sakes. And you want that. Well, how long is that going to take you? Is that a four-year thing? That's not a four-year thing. That's a one, maybe two-year thing. So drop back. Drop back and, and put that down for this year. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Depends on how much you already know. Um, maybe that's next year. Maybe you get that done next year. That's fantastic. Get that done. Security Plus, is that going to be of value to you? Yes. Yes, I believe it is. Uh, that's not going to be... Uh, if you're doing Network Plus first, uh, then that's maybe the year after. You know, Maybe Network Plus is early next year and Security Plus is later that next year. So start laying these things out, but I recommend going with the longer goal. And then from there, breaking down what it's going to take to get there and start setting those goals. But be specific. I'm going to get the Network Plus certification by this date. Okay, fantastic. There, that's specific. It's measurable. You either passed or you didn't. It's attainable. It's attainable. Just trust me on this. It's attainable. Uh, it's relevant, absolutely, and it's time-based. Fantastic. Now, time-based can also be uh, things like um, if you're in sales, you're going to meet a metric. Or, you know what? We're BAS techs. We're not sales guys. Um, now, we there's a sales component to what we do, obviously. But uh, let, let's say um, watch your metric. What is your metric? Are you do you keep track of billable hours? What's your metric on um, budgets, uh, hour budgets? 
where are you at on that? Are all set? Maybe you can set a goal that all of your budgets for the next year are going to come in at ninety-five percent or lower. Is that specific? Yes. Is that measurable? Yes. Is that attainable? Um, maybe. Should it be attainable? Now, there's another interesting question. Um, maybe that kind of falls into relevance, but should you be uh, should your budgets be at 90 to 95%? Maybe. I think 95% is okay. I think 95 to 100% is more reasonable. Because in my mind, what that means, there's a couple things that go into this. Um, and this is probably its own podcast. Should... So let's say you get 100 hours to do a job, and you get it done in 50. What's that mean? Are you super-duper deluxo efficient? Are you amazing? Well, yeah, of course you're amazing, but that has nothing to do with this budget. Uh, what does that mean? That means the salesman oversold the job, potentially. That may be what that means. It may mean you sacrificed quality for quantity did you get the job done too fast did you utilize your time there well did you put as much time into that job as you should have uh more often than not you're probably doing about what you need to be doing as far as getting the jobs done and chances are the salesman probably oversold the job and that's not good either uh you know, a lot of people say, hey, that's fantastic. We made a sled load of money on that job. Good work. No, no, that's not how that needs to be happening. For one, that means you're ripping your customer off. Don't be that guy. Um, for another, it means you suck at estimating. The most likely your company sucks at estimating if that's the case. But, you know, what I tend to see is the other side of this more often of, Oh, yeah, we can get that job done in 100 hours, and I show up, and I'm looking at it going like, yeah, right. You know, I'm going to be here for two months. <laughs> this is, you know, you way undersold this. Again, bad at estimating, maybe. Estimating's a hard thing. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't want to do it. I'm not an estimator, and I know a couple of really good estimators. I've worked with one right now. The guy's really, really solid, and he does a good job. Now, if you're taking too long, there's see there's some things to, to consider here. If you're taking too long and you're using up too much of your budget, um, you might need to hone your skills a little more too. That may be a thing. And I know I'm do I'm going through that right now, where I need to hone my skills and become better at my job because I'm taking longer than I should. And that's understandable because I'm at a new company working with a new product that I'm still learning my way around. Uh, but it's not an excuse per se, it, it, but it is what it is. So I am working on honing those skills. Now, what I have to do from there is is focus on what I'm doing and get into that 95 to 99% range. And then I'm golden. Now, what if I'm getting things done too fast um, because I'm too good? 
that can happen. And if that's the case, then you need to be talking to your management team because you need to be at that point stepping up your game. They need to be paying you more. They need to be billing out more for your services. Uh, and they need to be specific on which jobs you get. If you're at that place, then you shouldn't be the guy out there doing VAV jobs necessarily. You should have another tech doing the VAV checkout for you. You should be then doing more advanced integration work. They should be challenging you enough that you're in that 95 to 99% of budget range. So <laughs> this, this was quite the zebra hole to fall down to here um, for goal setting, but keep these things in mind as your goal setting. So let's do a quick recap. I suggest you get Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O.com and lay out one year, two year, three year, four year, five year goals. Uh, you can go longer if you want, but I think it's unnecessary. I think if you can plan out five years, you're doing good. And what you, you might notice is what I noticed anyway, is that my year one list is long and it tapers off to my year five list. Now what happens when you at, you're like, well, okay, great. What happens when I get to year two and I don't have that many things to do? You're going to add things in because it's a five year plan. So when 2019 is over with and you had 2019 through 2024 and it's 2020 now you should well wait did i just do the math wrong 19 20 21 22 23 so when you have 2019 through 2023 down and it's 2020 now you need to be making a new category for 2024 because it needs to be part of your five-year plan when one year rolls off, the next year rolls on, it's still looking out five years. So you'll add things to, you'll move things around. Maybe you, maybe you say, hey, I'm going to get this by August and you don't. Well, move it to September or December, whatever you need to. You can't change a plan, though, if you don't make it. So let me tell you what I found happens when you set these goals um, strange things start happening and the first of them is that you get them that's the weirdest thing is that when you make these goals when you write them down when you follow the smart model and you read over them every day and you're looking at that calendar and you're going, am I there yet? Am I there yet? How am I doing on this? What do I need to change? What do I need to change about myself? Maybe I should start uh, watching a little less television at night and pulling up a class on Udemy.com and spending half an hour a night on that. And maybe I should start taking notes because I'm not really remembering some of this stuff the way I think I should. When you start doing those things, you start accomplishing those goals. It's beautiful. And some of my goals that I set when I first started doing this, I actually, um, within the first six months, had um, probably between 80 and 90% of my first two and a half years worth of goals done in six months. 
that tells me a few things. One of which is I probably wasn't setting big enough goals. Because <laughs> obviously, I mean, they were obviously attainable. Um, the second was, another thing was that, the, that, I, that I realized was that having a plan gives you a path. You're not wandering around aimlessly in the woods, just waiting on life to happen to you. You're making life happen for you. You're making life happen. And I think that's very important. You can do one or the other of those two things. You can either make life happen or you can let life happen to you. And I'm not a let life happen to me kind of guy if I can help it. And I mean, things do obviously happen outside of your control, but try to drive as much of it as possible. Make life happen. And so I started, I started accomplishing these goals and it was amazing. Um, and so I, I had to tweak my goals a little bit and there are, I fell off the wagon too. Um, and that's very possible. And when I fell off the wagon with my goals, I had a lot of stuff going on and I allowed myself to get distracted by the things that didn't really matter all that much. As I look back, I realized they didn't really matter all that much. And I wasn't putting my focus on the things that did matter. And that's problematic. So now I'm kind of at a point where I'm settling into this new job and, you know, we had family visiting for the month of July and, uh, they've, they've gone back home. And so I'm wrapping up some projects that I had around the house because I'm committing myself to getting back on track with my goals. Some strange things, uh, have transpired in this time frame, and one of the things that I realized from that from from this whole time frame was that my plan was sound, and that um, my goals, if I keep accomplish keep keep working towards them, trying to accomplish them, I set good goals for myself, and that if I follow my plan, I'm going to go places. If I wait for somebody else to get me somewhere, I'm not going anywhere. Nobody's going to help me get through this. Nobody's going to make sure that I'm the greatest thing that ever walked to the earth. I'm not trying to be the greatest thing, but you know what I mean. Um, my employer is happy with me where I'm at. I am not. My employer doesn't necessarily want me to move along. Not that I would leave them, but they hired me to do a job, to fulfill a role. And so if I move beyond that and I do other things, they have to find someone else to fill that role. And from an employment st employer standpoint, that's not necessarily a good thing. Uh, you know, if they have if they have me doing this job and they have me doing it for the next 20 years, then by that point, I'm pretty darn good at it, uh, which don't get me wrong. I'm pretty darn good at it now. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, that's so it's not necessarily a goal of theirs. Now, I say that 
my employer wants me to grow as a person and my employer wants me to be better at my job and learn new things if that's what I want to do. They're not, they're not uh, tyrannical by any stretch. It's just, it is what it is. They're, they hired me in to do a job and if I'm doing it and I'm doing it well and I'm learning a little bit as I go, then fantastic, they're happy. What do we need to worry about, right? So my employer is not going to be pushing the envelope and it, on me and it's not their job to. It's not their job to make my dreams come true. It's not their job to establish my dreams for me. It's my job. Uh, my wife, I love my wife, and my wife is a, a beautiful, wonderful, fantastic person. She's not going to set my dreams for me. She's not necessarily going to uh, uh, make sure that I accomplish them. It's not her job. It's my job. Does she inspire them? Absolutely. She inspires my dreams. Um, my wife is one of my dreams. But yes, of course she inspires them. So do my children. I, I, was not, uh, I was not this driven or motivated before my wife and my children. They have inspired me and, and caused that drive in me. They've sparked that drive in me, that building automation drive. Little did I know it was going to be in building automation when this all started. But... Um, you know, they've put a sense of responsibility on my shoulders that I take very seriously. And so, so whose responsibility is all of this? It's mine. I've got to set these goals. I've got to make these dreams happen. And I need to push myself in the right direction. And what I've found is that if I push myself and, and, I'm quite frankly very selfish about it, uh, and don't don't get too judgmental on the use of that word. Um, if I if I'm selfish about it, it actually benefits everyone else, because if I'm selfishly m moving myself forward, I am selfishly accomplishing my goals. And I am not necessarily setting goals for the company. I have goals for the company and I'm trying to get those done, obviously. Uh, but I have personal goals and those take priority for me because I always have to deal with me. I always have to live with myself. Um, I may not always be at this company. I definitely wasn't always at my last company. Uh, so. I need to be responsible to me and I need to get my goals done for me. However, funny thing about that, when I am selfishly accomplishing my goals and whatnot, what happens is I become a better employee. I become more qualified and more capable. I become who they want. I, when I set a goal of being worth more money, and I want them to pay me more, then I'm more valuable to them. For, th for my employer to pay me more, I have to be more valuable to them. Well, don't they want that too? Because I'm only getting a percentage of the money that they're billing out for me. 
So if I want to be making $50 an hour, I need to be worth $150, $200 an hour for them. I need to be worth three to four times as much as they're billing out for me. Or I, did I say that wrong? I need to be worth three to four times as much as they're paying me. They need to be able to bill out three to four times as much as they're paying me. So yeah, if I want to make $50 an hour, then they need to be able to bill out $150 to $200 an hour for me, 40 hours a week. Can I be worth that much to them? What's it going to take for me to be worth it? Now, that's a big paycheck. You know, I mean, what, $50, uh, $50 an hour, 2,080 hours. So um, you're looking at 104000 Is that right? 104000 a year, something like that. So that's a fair chunk of change for, for a BAS tech. Can you do it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can. Can you make more than that? Can you make $100 per hour? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, you know, if we're $100,000 a year, we just jumped to $200,000 a year. Can you make $200,000 a year as a BAS tech? No, <laughs> you can't. You can't make it as a BAS tech. Um, can you make it in this industry at another position having had the experience of a BAS tech? I think so. I'm working on it. I'll see what I can do. Um, so I kind of guess I, I should probably wrap this up a little bit and I should wrap it up saying set goals for yourself, please make your life happen. Don't let it happen to you. Get out there, get things done, and move forward with your life and be ambitious. You know, we'll go back to old Harvey Specter. Set goals so big that you get embarrassed telling small-minded people about them. Isn't that fantastic? All right, guys. It is time for all of us to get something accomplished. Um, my my suggestion is start on this right now. Download the Trello app or go to the website. Um, if you would like, shoot me an email and uh, twistedwiretactical.com. No, sorry. That was the old website. Twistedwiretactical at me.com. Twistedwiretactical at me.com. Shoot me an email. I'll send you a link to Trello. And, uh, you know, if you... If you want me to help you with goals a little bit, let me know. We'll see what we can do. Uh, in the meantime, set your goals and start planning your life and making it happen. And get something done. Throw your TV away. How about that? Throw your freaking TV away. Now you scoff at that. I heard all of you. I could hear it. <gasps> no. I haven't owned a television in 12 years. I haven't owned a television in 12 years. What do you do? What do you doing it for? What are you owning a television for so that you can watch football? Like here, if you're spending more time watching someone else sweat than you are sweating yourself, 
Stop it. Get on the treadmill and get your sorry butt in shape. All right. Watching football. Yeah, I guess if you like it, fine, whatever. But it's not really moving your life anywhere. And if you're watching network television, good Lord, is that a waste of time? You know, Netflix and Amazon Prime have some great shows. I get it. And I get caught in the binging uh, craze once in a while, too. But be careful. Stay focused. And uh, make life happen. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Once again, this has been Kyle with the Building Automation Drive. Now you're now now are you are you catching on? I want you to be driven in building automation, and um, I'm on my daily drive when I do. See, ah, is that clever? No, it's not really. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.